0: This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Oh no! There he is. Stop being a bit.
1: Oh, man. man, it's been a while since I heard that beautiful tone, that beautiful song. Huh? Yeah, man. It gave me nostalgia.
2: <laughs> <think it>
1: <laughs> All right, well, this is, uh, I guess, what used to be the evening juice with Lemon City Live is now different, as you can see, a little different layout, and as you can see, we are joined by an OG, an original Lemonhead, the, the famous actor, Super Bowl champion, Highlight champion, Highlander, best at around, uh, the one, the only and R. Davis, man. Thank you so much for, for hanging out and coming back with us here for, for this reboot, this refresh. It feels so good to be back. <laughs> I'm singing now, too, so if you heard that little
0: twang in my voice, yeah. you know, Try Not For American Idol next week, so y'all boys, wish me luck.
2: Oh, bro, you, your, <laughs> rap, your rap came out in my Facebook memories not too long ago. I saw
1: that. I saw that. And it motivated me. <laughs> <laughs> bro every time those old uh onside highlights come up of td rapping oh, yeah. or or messing up his promos dude it's just ah, oh, that's yeah, i, I get best. so happy it was torture every-
0: for me but y'all had a good <laughs> had some good entertainment
1: right there. i bet you had no <laughs> oh, no dude it was torture for all of us man i got a, i got clips of achilles <laughs> wow i got wow clips. edwin it was no, no 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 not you not you not you oh, it was torture okay. for us Damn. to do too no 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 oh, sorry okay. sorry that was pretty messed up no uh <laughs> It was definitely like it, it was a challenge for all of us to do it. And I got clips mm-hmm. of Achilles struggling, myself, everybody. Gus was just, you know, he was the MVP though. I gotta hand it to him going in. And he he had it probably harder because his stuff was always live. We couldn't record our stuff. His was always mm-hmm. live, and he was always hitting on uh on La and everybody else that was involved. Zane, <laughs> all those guys, man. That was that was a Gus, good time. Gus, but Gus, oh Gus. Zane. Nah, forgot yeah. about Zane. Yeah, dude, we got to hit him up, see if he wants to come on the show one of these days. But uh, but anyway, um, this is uh, just to give you guys a, a quick little uh, refresh here. Um, mm-hmm. we, but this is actually t- technically our 10th season, is our 10th year of doing some type of wow. podcast for Lemon City Live. It's uh, unprecedented. Unprecedented. <laughs> yeah, when you put 10 fingers, when you took five fingers
0: together, you get this. Yeah, and, man,
1: there you go. And that's where we, you know, and we got TD here with us, so... It's a nice throwback, but also uh, a reflection of everything that we've done for so long here and what we hope to continue doing here for this 10th uh, season here. We're changing things up a little bit. Uh, we'll get more into it as the as the weeks of shows develop. But just so you know, we're the, what we used to do, one big show, we're going to divide it into smaller shows, theme-based with different people as well. Um, we got a baseball show, the First Pitch 305 podcast with Alex Aguirre kicking off again uh, for season two next week. Hopefully, I was talking to him. Mm-hmm. We have a hockey exclusive podcast, Pucket, it, send it in. Uh, that one is uh, launching here at the end like of this month or early, uh, early February. We have the pause Up guys continuing to do their FIU thing. Mm-hmm. We got this, the Five Downs, man, NFL podcast. Yeah. I mean, we just took our segment that we love doing. You know how it is. And we're doing our own podcast with it now. And we also have Chavi with Vice City FC. And Gus and I and and, and rotating people there as well. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Hopefully we'll have different content for you to intake and and digest and enjoy as we as we go through this year. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, But the whole premise that we're trying to do here quickly before we move on and get into the NFL stuff is that it's we're trying to make it a 30 to 45 minute shows. So it's easier to, to listen to if you if you're catching the podcast replay afterwards or to watch on YouTube uh so so stick with us we're gonna be on ig live soon a lot a lot of cool things in 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 motion here yeah as we revamp and we refresh here but but today it starts this is our first time that gus and i have been on a show for a while that we've done oh, one. Yeah. so it's been a few how months. Many years how many months no no months it's been months, months. Oh, it's months. since
2: june i think june or july I,
1: june yeah it's been yeah. a while we took a long long <laughs> a long break and it's been a while since the three of us were on together so it may be even longer think, i'll
0: say 2021
1: no,
2: I hope it's not that long, but no, when the ship was it was it morning juice the last time you were with us, T D?
0: Nah, I did a podcast no, he... after Morning Juice.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but the yeah. last time I was on the show has been probably been since 2021.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's been a minute, and then I mean it's 2024 now, so go figure. But anyway, we're gonna roll into it, man. Uh, we're gonna talk dolphins, the the premise, just like our old five down segment. I be mean, no more than five topics usually but today we're we're keeping it just on the dolphins and the playoffs. It's crunch time here. We got a lot of stuff going on but mm-hmm. I want to dive into it. Dolphins unfortunately. You know me I'm the, I'm the I've been carrying the Tua flag since he got drafted. I've been a Not full, since he got drafted. Not since he got drafted. Not since he got drafted. Yes. I was the mm-hmm. Tua on guy on the show. That was his rookie year when Ed, we were on outside. You?
2: Eh, why are you lying? You wanted to trade everything. Okay. Okay. Yes. For Burrow. I, I, for okay. Burrow.
1: But <laughs> okay. once we got him and it didn't happen, then I was like, "All right, let's go off full speed ahead, Tua." You know what I mean? So, um, we, I got questions. You know, I've been carrying mm-hmm. the flag. I've been, I've been a staunch supporter. I've been saying, "Okay, he's getting better," and I've been seeing. and I think it's fair to say that you have seen progression in a in a positive way when it comes to mm-hmm. Tua. You know, he led the league mm-hmm. in passing. He had all these statistical things. Yeah. Uh, everything that we said last year was, can he stay healthy? Crazy part about 2023 was he stayed healthy. It's just the whole yeah. team got injured, you know? Yeah. So that was the most head-scratching thing here. But he stayed healthy. Played a full, full set of games. Didn't really miss any time. We had no Skylar Thompson or whoever the backups are. We had none of that. Nobody, talk- no- nobody talked
0: about that, though, him being healthy all year.
1: no, no. no, no nobody no. talked about that. And nobody nobody I think did. that's... That's unfair, you know, cuz that's that's a big the like the the cliche says what's the best ability, availability. Mm-hmm. So, he was there, he he came through for for the team and he you know, played his ass off, I think. But it's 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 the end of the season, unfortunately we lost 26 to 7 at KC. We had this the the horrible end to the season by losing to the Ravens and then losing to the Bills that put us into this sixth seed when we had an opportunity at just a couple of weeks prior that we could have been the one seed hosting throughout the playoffs had a couple of things worked out in our favor. We kind of controlled that destiny and we, and we blew it. Uh, But here we are. It's been, you know, a few days since we got eliminated from the playoffs, but I want to know, first of all, uh, Gus, what was your like initial reaction post game? I mean, like, how do you feel as a Dolphins fan and how did this loss affect you?
2: I mean, you can't feel terrible. You know what I mean? The Dolphins have a history in recent history of not making the playoffs and here we are back-to-back seasons in the playoffs. So you got to feel good about that. What, well, but you, you, you know, you know me, I like to live in the gray area, bro. My shirt is gray. My, <laughs> my couch is gray. My scarf up there is gray. Okay. You, 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 there's always room for improvement. So you can be happy that your team is not at the bottom of the barrel while at the same time noticing what they can improve on and calling that out. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, it was a good season. They they like you said, they had their destiny, or they they held uh, their destiny in their hands at late in the season, and yeah. unfortunately, you know, they 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 uh, they flattened out at the end. But hey, man, it, it, we see the improvement from where the franchise has been uh, in the past couple of decades.
1: Okay, uh, TD, are you on this moral victory? Like uh, outlook on the season, or are you are you feeling more disappointed? I mean, well,
0: if I'm the organization, I'm not looking at a more victory because you had the opportunity to seize the, the the division, and also too you had the position to get a number two seed, so you could have had home field advantage. The only optimistic thing they can get out of this is two was healthy all year, but I saw some on social media when he was throwing those uh interceptions. Uh, to a turn of over, like to a turn out, like it, I saw that and it was so clear. I'm like, I know I'm butchering it, but look, as an organization, like you know, Dan Marino himself, I know he's, I know he's upset because, as as the the great Dan Marino would say, you know, you know, fuck it, sitting in, you know, it, it was it wasn't no fuck it sitting in. It was like fuck it, we going home because we lost and yeah. went to Kansas City. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't want to give up on Tua. You know how heavy I was on Tua when we had the podcast over at uh, mm-hmm. um, the Onside radio. I was not a. I, I'm not. I don't have an issue with Tua. I never thought he was the answer. He kind of proved my point in the playoffs. Like I, I like Tua. He's going to yeah. put up numbers if he's healthy. But I don't like the fact that after the game, he's trying to get an order, a signed autograph from. Uh Patrick Mahomes, like okay. a fanboy, like you okay. and Gus. Like after y'all just loss, y'all want to go get an autograph. Like, no, you don't do that. You're you're competing against this guy. You know, you mm-hmm. can do that like in a preseason, you can do that in a regular season game, but not in the playoffs. Yeah. And that right there said a lot to me about his attitude about the game. He should have did what Jalen Hurts did. Ran right in the locker room after the game. Okay. And be upset about that performance.
1: See. I like where you're going with this. Uh, but first of all, I don't like it that you're hating on me getting Tenard Davis's autograph. Okay. I am a fanboy. There's nothing wrong with that. I have it proudly. Well, um,
0: I'm I'm a part of your team. You can always get my autograph. <laughs> <so. laughs> so about the other team. It's like getting an autograph from the Dan Laborator show. Oh my god, we're with Dan Laborator. Let me get an autograph. Yeah, no, no, yeah, gotta stay yeah. on our team.
1: That's true. That's true. And see, yeah. I, I think there was something about it, and uh um, so Elaborating on what you're talking about, because this this is an avenue that I wanted to dive into a little bit. I've been watching Hard Knocks. I think we've all at least seen a few episodes of Hard Knocks mm. with the Dolphins, and we've kind of gotten a look inside. So I've been this big Tua guy for all these seasons, and um, I've been optimistic. And I'm looking at the body of work this season, and I see as a, as on the field, man, We when we were good, we were great. But when we were bad, mm. we were awful, you know? And that really like trying to decipher that I'm trying to see if there was a moment when we faced adversity, did we overcome it? And I felt like there was none of that other than maybe the, that one drive in the cowboy game at the end where he let us down the field and set up the game winning field goal. That was the, like the only time that it was like, all right, we're, we're, we're doing it. You know what I mean? It's weird when back in the day, and again, I'm not trying to compare him to uncle Dan, which I love the whole uncle Dan reference on the show. That's so oh, fantastic. Yeah. I'm not trying to compare him to Uncle Dan, but every time you know we had Uncle Dan under center and, and it was late in the game, we always felt like we had a chance, but mm. we never were even in position. It was like every loss was a bad loss, every loss was a bad blowout, and every win was like a comfortable win. We didn't have to, we didn't have that situation other than that, um, than that game with uh, the Cowboys. So I I look at that body of work, it it kind of I'm really disappointed in that. And then I watch the show. And I see what you're talking about, TD. I see like this, and again, maybe I'm being like a, a jerk. I don't know because I'm not an athlete, or I wasn't, you know, in my past life. You know, maybe I was, but I'm not an athlete. I'm not a guy who's in the trenches. I don't know that stuff. I'm just some guy watching on TV. But like, I can't help it. That's what I see, and what I see is a guy who, like you said, like fanboying. You know, like he gets he gets real excited about stuff and this and that. I don't see, and I I don't want to be like a but again, I don't see like a leader. I see like a guy who's cool and, and 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 has some some positive traits, and he's very optimistic about everything. But I don't see that leader quality. That guy who who gets mad at himself for messing up. It's always I felt two like there the was person. a lot of rah rah, a lot of like, oh, it's okay, we're gonna be all good. Throughout every yeah, time I watch the, person,
0: the show, two of the person by far is I'm sure is a wholesome, oh, you know, okay. very approachable, great mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Feel, but i don't like when i'm losing i like i don't want him to be fake yeah. but i want him to have a like a a sense of like that's fucking go like my my quarterback baker mayfield my quarterback has that <laughs> he could be baker mayfield is not the best quarterback in the nfl but yeah. everybody will stand with baker mayfield if he had a smidge of baker mayfield's uh aggression as a as a quarterback yeah. The team will feel more confident in the fourth quarter that he'll go and make a he'll go and score and and, and take the team downfield. That Dallas Cowboys game, like I see what you're saying when he made that drive. Yeah. But the Dallas Cowboys is back home too. they, they yeah. wasn't really a good team. They was a they was flukey. Phony. Yeah. Phonies. Yeah. So it's like, so do we give that game the the notoriety, the credit of it is because it really wasn't a good Dallas Cowboys team? Yeah. So I, I like again, I don't have a problem with Tua. Like Tua, to me, I think is a a, a really good guy. But my quarterback, if I want him to be my quarterback, I don't want him asking for Patrick Mahomes' autograph after the game. Yeah. I, if Demarino, so I, I guarantee you, Dan Reno, Uncle Dan said something to him after that, like say, "Why the hell? You... I never asked yeah. for Troy, uh, Aikman or K- Kenny Kelly's, you know, and like, I uh, uh Jim Kelly, <laughs> Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly's uh, yeah. autograph after we lost to them. No,
1: no." Oh. I mean, if anything, you could do that in private. Like, I'm sure they, yes, they, there's like a QB yes. chat. The there's hallway, like a WhatsApp group for QBs, yes. right? There's like yeah, a QB a WhatsApp group that are like, hey, bro, like, hey, what's going on? Hey, send me your address. Can I get a, a jersey sign? I'll send you one. Like, I'm not sure they can work on that. Not, not on national stuff TV, man. man. Not on
0: national TV. No.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, damn, I hate saying this, but you're right. I uh and this, your horrible oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield reference mm-hmm. is actually accurate. I I would love a little more Baker in him. Although too much Baker we've seen is also like the other. Not enough. Yeah, you it. don't want
0: too much Baker. You yeah, gotta find a middle ground with Baker. Yeah,
1: because because <laughs> he gets too wild and too much of that stuff. But yeah, yeah, he needs a little something and and like okay. So let me. Let, Going back to this, uh, T.D., you, you know, you played, you've been in these trenches, you, you know, in, in college and the pros, you've seen this dynamic. And I'm sure you've experienced a lot of different coaches, a lot of different um, leaders. I mean, you were you saw firsthand how Peyton Manning handles himself and how he carries himself and with the team and everything. Now, again, I'm not trying to I do not not again, I'm not trying to compare him but, to
2: Peyton Manning. No, but, but that's a good comparison because Peyton Manning is he's a wholesome guy. He's goofy. We've seen him on, on TV and everything like yeah. that. But on the field, he's an asshole. Uh, or during practice, he's an asshole. Yeah. But go. was he like and, that? And no,
0: but- and no disrespect to Peyton. He, yeah. he Like, he, he's not trying to be your friend.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In
0: practice, he's trying to execute the plays. You know, it's plenty of times he jumped on hate Baskets' ass. Yeah. There's plenty of times mm-hmm. that, you know, he had to confront the rookies. So, like, the, I'm not saying that you need to be like Peyton Manny on the field and be a jerk, but you have to have a sense of, like, it's about it's about winning now. Because Because yeah. for one, emergency. You know one, yeah. Yeah. It's a sense of, a sense of urgency because Tua is gonna be in the last year of his contract. I know he's not gonna say he's playing for a contract, but if you get cut and go anywhere else, you're not gonna get another chance of being a starter quarterback on another team. Yeah. This is I, mm-hmm. the way the quarterback system is working now. How these guys are coming out of college, Tua ain't yep. gonna have a second chance being a starter in the NFL. Like he won't.
1: But to be fair, though, to be fair, we're also comparing Tua, who's in, what, year four now, going into it, mm-hmm. I think? Year five. He's um, going
0: into year five, yes.
1: Is it four or five? We got drafted? It so was four. 20. He's going to be... So one, two, three. three. So, no, next year will be his fourth year. Next year will be his fourth year. Um, no, next year will be his fifth year. No, 21, 22. Oh, wait, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. he was the quarterback during COVID. Remember. Yeah, it's right. Yeah.
2: 20, 20. Yeah, um, two years. Two years with uh, Flow and two years with McDaniel.
1: Yeah. Yes. So okay, but to be to 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 be you know, let's put it into a little perspective too. We're also talking about Tua and in, in his fourth season having that chip that uh, Peyton had, you know, in whatever year it was when you were around him. You know what I mean? It wasn't his fourth season. I don't know if Peyton had that from the jump. Um, I'd probably he probably had some of that, you know. But I do see that there's a big disparity between what what Peyton brought or showed mm-hmm. and what Tua is showing, and I do feel like that's something that needs to be worked on. And when it comes to the on-field performance, I mean, the stats were there, but we never felt like again, my biggest takeaway from the season stat wise or this is that we never overcame adversity. And they talk about mm-hmm. it on the show, like, oh, adversity, nothing gets ever. Advers- you don't get stronger without adversity and blah, blah, blah. But we never really had that. Adversity directly affecting too as far as, as being a, a leader on the field. You know, obviously there's stuff that happened outside of the field and with personnel and stuff like that and moving things around. But like like T D said it before, he just it didn't have that dog in him to like, oh, like we do got this
2: rally. Do we blame, rally.
1: Huh? Gus, do, let me ask you this, Gus. Do we blame the
0: coach for his lack of Intensity, his like because he's very nonchalant. He's very goofy. Yeah. And so this, when you have a you have a coach like that,
2: does that bleed over to the team? Yeah. That this is the topic that I was most interested in because everybody remembers um, how, when they let go of Brian Flores, and one of the main reasons why they let him go is because his relationship with Tua wasn't great because he was very hard on him, yeah. right? but that's that's Brian Flores' coaching style. He wants to toughen you up. He wants to he wants to put that adversity in front of you before it even happens, right? Yep. He doesn't wait for the big game for you to face adversity. He he makes that adversity happen in your daily practice life. Um maybe Tua couldn't handle that, right? But maybe and maybe that's a precursor to show that Tua can't handle the adversity of real life NFL games. If you couldn't even handle it in, in practice with with a hard coach, so now like I I fell in love with McDaniel uh, watching um watching Hard Knocks and just and seeing how the team would perform throughout the season as well. We right, yeah, you got to take the good with the bad. McDaniel, genius offensive guy. We we you saw it. They broke so many records. Everything that they did, they were being called a uh, uh, greatest show on turf part two. Yeah, they were, right people were referencing that. So but one thing that the dolphins had when Brian Flores was the coach is that they never got flagged. That team was disciplined, was uh was disciplined, like to the T. And that is one of the biggest reasons why the Dolphins suffered late in the season because they kept they kept kicking themselves in their own asses, man. Well, but they you were, remember what they were, when, they were before Jim Brian Carrey, Flores,
0: liar, liar before he got fired, he put the team back in eight and eight. Remember they they went like on a seven six game winning
1: streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: that was that's that's the definition of adversity of what you're mm-hmm. asking about, Edwin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, the Dolphins didn't have to face that this year. The only adversity they had to face was Tua being hurt. Yeah. Like the past two years they had that that's the adversity Tua being hurt. They mm-hmm. had to figure out what kind of quarterback they had to have in a, as a backup. They had to change their game plan in order to have an effective season with the quarterback they had. But they never faced. They never was in a position to say, "Hey, if we win five games, you are going to be in the playoffs." The only, the only thing you can say they had adversity with, and they were, they was in control of it, is they had control of winning the division. Yeah. And look mm-hmm. what happened. That's adversity itself, and they laid an egg. And who was the quarterback behind the rim? Yeah. Tua. Yeah. So again, like if, if like if we had Josh, if we had if we had Josh Allen. And we would have been worried about them not winning the division. I went to my barber and he was saying, Look, I'm scared of having Josh Allen come in, in Miami and win and take that. Not win. I said, Bro, we home. He said, I don't care. Yeah. It's Tua. Tua makes me scared. <laughs> I said, That's <laughs> terrible that you feel like that. You're a Dolphins
1: fan. He said, Yes. Well, first off, props to your barber. The Slim Ross looking thing that you got going on on point. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, I definitely, it. definitely love it. I, I've been, t- I, I, every, every time you post selfies on IG, I'm always like, yo, Slim Ross, I've been calling that for, for a while now, dude. I, it's yeah. to me, it's just perfectly fitting. But, uh, I do say that look, McDaniel, swaggiest coach in the league, like he's got he drips. I get it. Yeah. He's got the glasses, the shula glasses, he's got the legs rolled up, he wears the you know, the fancy sneakers and everything. But, man, it, 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 it. it Gus, you said he masterminded and on offensively, he was great. But I felt like that offense was great when a lot of things fell into place and depending on the opponent that he was playing in. Like, he definitely took advantage when you needed to win. But in games that I like, I was defending the fact that they lost to all these teams with good winning records all season. I was defending it like, oh, well, you know, it could have gone either way, this and that. But it, it wasn't. It was never close. Like, there's, like, I'm trying to find these like, ex- not excuses but reasons why things happen. <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. And yeah. it just it bothers me to no end that that the offense just looked anemic. Like it was so frustrating in all these games that we we're losing. The play calling was just. We all felt like, where is it coming from? Like, it, it, who's calling the plays? Where is this mastermind? Where is this genius? This offensive guru? And at, at a certain
0: point, he's gonna he's gonna become a gimmick. Yeah. You know his. Don't no, get me wrong. His flashiness is going to become more of mm-hmm. a distraction than the wins. You know, and it's like you, you can go eleven and six, and then get into the playoffs and lose, but then the attention is going to be on his drip. Like, okay, yep. that shit gets old after a while. And I, I'm saying because if he goes two, it goes two. They, they're they're a package. It ain't it ain't a new a new coach coming in and man. they're going to get, like if they, if the dolphins franchise tag to it they're going to franchise tag him. it, they they're going to. They will. They, because is, I, I, had a I, I I can't with my see Barbara. us paying 40
1: million for the guy right now man. No, nah, they're not going know? $40 million. They,
0: they they'll meet him in the middle. But my I had a conversation with my my brother and I said this. If the dolphins go into the draft and get another quarterback going free agency, they're taking two steps back.
2: You you're huh. you
0: you're, you're, you're in the door, but you're not having a seat. You can't you the division is so wide open and you had an opportunity with Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. being hurt. So when you got a full season of Aaron Rodgers, and you got a Josh Allen who made whatever he does this season coming back. You're going to really see what kind of team you got. And if you decide to say, blow it up now or blow it up next year, you're going to take four steps back because Josh Allen ain't going nowhere. If Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers can play three more years, he ain't going nowhere. And then the Patriots, you know, depending on what they right now, they're they're the laughing stock of the so this division right now is technically still wide open. And the Dolphins had the opportunity to take advantage of it. And they
2: they they dropped the bag. Yeah. Uh come on, you man. You know what the, uh, and that's true. As <laughs> scary, as scary as Buffalo is, as scary as Buffalo is, they're not uh, Patriots reliable the when the Patriots were in their heyday. They're yes. not that reliable. There's they're a scary team. <laughs> Because the Bills will beat the shit out of anybody on any given day, yeah. and they've been doing it the past couple of seasons. You know what I mean? They 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 show up when it counts, yeah. um, but but they're not that reliable. You can you can take the division from them. We we could have done it this season. It's possible. And Josh Allen, yeah.
0: he's due for a three interception game, a fumble. Well, that's the know, thing, though, two-
1: Josh. We we won the turnover battle against the Bills. Like we we had more turnovers. It it's not supposed to happen. We were up at halftime. Which if we were up at halftime, I think we were eleven and zero on the season. You know, yeah. like everything was there, and yet we still blew it. Like, and that's what I'm talking about. Like when Tua is down or the Dolphins are down, I don't have that confidence. Like, all right, we're gonna get it back. Last season we did. We had those those comeback wins against uh, Buffalo and against the Ravens. You know, and then mm-hmm. this season it was like every time we went down, it was like no nah, no nah, we ain't got that we're done like this is folded up i don't know what happened between last season and this season but josh allen he started off with like two interceptions in the first half and like wasn't having a good game mm-hmm. and yet if you're a bills fan i'm sure you were like well it's josh allen that's he, i'm glad he got it out of the way early he's gonna bring us back yeah you know what i mean like we have that exactly or we so i feel like bills mafia has that confidence in it yeah. and, and this season mm-hmm. it, was, <laughs> it was it was it was weird so, contrast. So
0: it's so funny you said that. If Josh Allen Josh throws two interceptions. You're not panicking. No. You're not. Oh, man, he's going f- to throw two? Man,
2: yeah, we're done. So. Hey,
0: pack it up, guys. First quarter. Yeah. Hey, listen, we got to let's get ready for next week. Sorry.
1: That's it. So, mm-hmm. but now, okay, so, TD, you, again, I asked you the quarterbacks that you've played with and that you've seen and their leadership skills and their, their techniques and stuff. Um, we're looking at two different seasons here with McDaniels now you know last season it felt like he did the stuff that we wanted this season that he didn't do like that adversity that grit (laughs) it felt like it was maybe could it be something like because the cam I think they said that the hard knocks series every team that's been on it um, during the season which is we're like the third or fourth team to do it has Mm -hmm. had a horrible end to the season so maybe (laughs) it's a thing about having like the cameras there and just being on the spot Uh, that we just didn't handle it um I, well, I don't know. I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm saying maybe it's a reason. Yeah. Maybe that's a reason. You know, but...
2: Like a Madden curse kind of thing? The,
1: kind line, of thing the, Lions,
0: the Lions were on last year, and then they ended up almost making the playoffs. They won, No, they no, won no, but eight. it's the
1: teams that it's the teams that did it in season. I saw the stat, the and li- they said the Lions did, did it in, in season, season
0: two a little bit. Each I it's, one, I think the each Lions one the
1: Colts and the, and the... I forgot what it was. Maybe the, the Lions, but something happened. I don't have it in front of me. I got to pull it up. And every every team ended up bombing out like every all the the good hype that they had ended up failing and then just things got worse for them um but i look at you as a player and and i see what mcdaniel's what we saw from the hard knocks and i saw a lot of like man like oh we threw an interception it's all right guys we're gonna be fine hey it's okay let's forget about this short memory and i, and I get it some of that stuff you need some of that stuff, I get it. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be an okay boomer here. Like, back in my day, you know, I like being yelled at 50 times an hour, you know? No, I- I'm saying there's a balance, but I felt like it was too much rah-rah, we're going to be fine, too much. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a weird passive dynamic. List. It really passive. bothered Yeah. It, it really bothered me. Like, I wanted, like, me watching, I'm like, bro, get mad.
2: You, like, you uh, feel not- like they, they're not holding each other accountable, is what you're saying.
0: But I, I think Maybe. they're holding each other accountable, but they're holding each other accountable. And let uh, me tap on your back. It's okay. You know we, we're gonna figure it out. Uh, but that's the kind of coach he is. And but that's, that's not accountability.
2: I don't. I don't. I personally, I don't feel like that's accountability. That's accountability. You know what I mean? Like that's like when your kid throws a tantrum and you're like, "Oh, it's okay." No, bro. You gotta tell them you can't be throwing tantrums in publics, dude. Yeah, yeah,
0: but no. he, I, but if you watch Hard Knocks, he did say that the two at one time when he threw an interception in practice, and he made it seem like yeah we can't do that. But he said mm-hmm. it in a, like a loving way because his delivery is not aggressive. There's a difference, yeah. you know. You can deliver mm-hmm. a message and it, and and your tone can be like yo I want to shut down, or you can deliver it in like you know hey you know we can't be doing this because if it's fourth and one and you turn it over, you know the game is over with. So it's like it, it may sound sarcastic. It may sound, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, patronizing, if you want to say. But but that's the way he is, and that's the way he has to be with Tua. You know, it, it, he knows his quarterback. The organization must yeah. have had a long conversation with him before they hired him and say, "Look, Tua is not built to be yelled at. Even though he was yeah. on Nick Saban, he's not really? built to be
1: talked down." That's a good on. Good point. That's a good point because Nick Saban, I I I yeah. guarantee. Well. One of the big reasons I think Nick Saban all of a sudden abruptly retired is because he can't control everything the way he's always controlled everything because NIL yes. money is just – it's the mm-hmm. wild, wild west, and everybody's doing everything, and he's like, all right, yes. I lost my edge. I think it's time to get out, you know, and he ro- and he's riding on into the <laughs> sunset before uh, before he really, like, you know, damages his legacy because now any- everyone has a chance now. But anyway, um, but yeah, but Saban was a hard ass. I think, he, like – he and he responded well to that. I mean, what – could I think maybe could we be babying him too much? Like with Flores, like, no, too bad. And now we're like overcompensating and overcorrecting the mm-hmm. bad behavior or the bad behavior that Tor that uh Flores, you know, put us put him under. Like, could that be kind of the thing there?
0: No, well, you want to you want to chime in on that, guys, before I go?
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like, yeah, um, the difference between Brian Flores and Mike McDaniel is you see it in the amount of flags that the team gets called for. You see it in the mistakes that they make, you know, blown coverages or things like that. That that stuff did never happened under Brian Flores. Maybe uh, Mike McDaniel needs to really take a look in a mirror and and decide if he's going to change the way that he's holding his players accountable so that they're not consistently making the same mistakes.
0: I, I, so I'm going to say something and I'm going to tell you. you. You have a player's coach, like he's a, he's a player's coach. And you have mm-hmm. a coach that's trying to be a player. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's it, Mike McDaniels, Mike McDaniels wish he could have played in the NFL, but he never had an opportunity to. Though. So this is the closest thing he can get to it. So he wants mm-hmm. to be so relatable to the players with his dress code, with his attitude, with his delivery, with trying to get a message across to the, the team. Well, it may work year for two years, but after a while, mm-hmm. It may become more redundant or work against you because the team will be a little bit just too passive. You know, the Coach Campbell with the Detroit Lions is something that went viral saying, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna hit today. I know y'all ain't gonna like it, but trust me, like just let me get get through this. I'm gonna lead y'all to the promised land. Mm-hmm. If Mike McDaniels did that, the team would be like, yo, you tripping, man. You told us we ain't gonna do that, man. Like, They'll they oh, yeah. shut down on him like like little kids. Well, Matt Campbell's going to
1: eat your shins. That's what he said he was yeah. going to do if he did this yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? But, but, like, but, we man, know. We McDaniels, had him here in Miami, and he was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but, but the thing about it, though,
0: that, that's saying his, his coaching style is meant for Detroit. Mc, McDaniels man. style is kind of meant for Miami. But that can be a double-edged sword because you can be so team-friendly that it can work against you when it's hard times. Like they need to yeah. be able to look at you and be scared to jump off sides. If I jump off sides, well, he's gonna be like, hey, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. You know, yeah, I, don't know what the, I don't know what I don't know what the 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 chemistry is. If you come short late to a meeting over there, I don't know if people can even get fined over there. That's the that's the that's the that's the, the locker room I think they have over there. Not saying yeah. prima donnas, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just those guys are. We live in Miami; they have that Miami way about themselves. Like over there at the dolphins thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's my opinion about Big Again, I think he's a genius when it, a genius when it comes to his, his his game plans, but to to relate with the coaches, to relate with the other players, I think he my opinion, he may need to turn up a little bit of the asshole in him and <laughs> and try to tap into those guys' egos and get them to win these games like the divisional games to win. Yeah. Well,
2: Yeah, And he has a lot of he has a lot of things that he can pull out of his bag as proof that what he says works. Right. Mm -hmm. Look like like Tyreek almost broke 2000 yards this season, bro. Like Mm -hmm. they had they almost had two 1000 yard rushing running backs Mm -hmm. right? Mm because a a chain missed a couple games. And but he would have made it if it wasn't for that. Mm -hmm. And all, all the other records that they broke Tua had a great season, too you know if if he can just say, all right guys, we focused on the offense last season this season we're gonna focus on cutting down on mistakes. Here's how we're gonna do it. if you guys listened to me last season, we had a great offense, listen to me for this we're gonna we're gonna fix this too, so it's not completely lost he can fix it, but he needs to take the right approach
1: i look i'll i will i will leave it at this i think i I think last season if we had this season last season i would have I would have said exactly what you said. I would have been like, mm-hmm. look, you know look at all these positive stuff, but i' Being this, you know, a, a, a different... I, I'm looking at this under a different lens, and I can't help but think that a lot of that stuff goes... What what, what do you call me? Uh, what does Achilles always say? Hashtag Pat Statter, you know? yeah. So that's what yeah. I, I feel yeah. like that's Statter, what, yeah. that was a lot of. I feel like that was a lot of it this season. Uh, I feel yeah. as much as those records are great, and as Tyreek leading the league and receiving and all that stuff, it feels... I can't, you can't ignore the fact that it feels a little hollow because we didn't do it when it counted we didn't do it against the really good teams and even mm-hmm. if we did we didn't get the wins and we didn't get the results that we wanted so it's it's a little tainted for me but you know it, it, it that's just the taste that it leaves in my mouth and and next season for me I, as much as TD said hey like if you break it up after next season you're going to take some steps back i feel like and next season is a real make or break. Like we have to see mm-hmm. some progress when it comes to the play. We haven't won a playoff game since two thousand.
2: Man, twenty four years. Like we haven't. We're, not, we're able... now the oldest. We're now the longest streak.
1: Because uh, the Lions yeah,
2: won a playoff game, so exactly, now it's us. man.
1: Now it's us. It's pathetic. I don't want to be that. Um, we just, just give me a little progress next season. If in, you in, in a little team, deeper run. if you
0: up the team, it ain't gonna change that either.
1: Well, I'm not saying blow up the team. I'm saying, give me some progress. And by progress, I mean some type of run in the playoffs here. You got to win one game, maybe two, and give me something. But if they have another season like this season, another first-round exit, then we're the Cowboys, man. We're just another joke. We're just a franchise that everybody, you know, is like we're going to become a punchline, and we're, we're, we're teetering on it. If the Cowboys weren't worse than us right now, we'd be the Cowboys. We'd be getting all those Cowboy meme jokes and stuff. Because yeah. they are just, oh, yeah. man, they're the attention.
0: The attention went to them after the Dolphins' loss. I agree. Yeah, that yeah. was the
1: best thing, man. Oh, loved it, dude. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Thank hey, God for real, the <laughs> hey, real, real quickly here. Uh, we're we're going. We're we're running up against the clock here. I don't want to go too much longer, mm-hmm. but I, I want to see if I can steal TD here for a couple more minutes here before we wrap up. Um, we got divisional round coming up this weekend. Okay. Uh-huh. They say it's usually the best round of football. In the playoffs, this divisional round. And then uh then we then we're, we're pretty soon we'll be talking Super Bowl here, you know. We're just a matter of a couple of weeks away. But let's look at these matchups here. Uh starting on Saturday, the 4 30 p.m. game. Houston Texans at Baltimore Ravens are finally gonna see the Ravens, you know what they've they've been doing all season, but we're gonna see it in the playoffs here against a super hot incredibly talented Houston Texans team that surprised everybody. Dude, I, mm-hmm. I would have shit on C.J. Stroud so much because, he, you know, from the team he came from in college and everything, I would have never given him any props. But that guy just shut everybody out, including myself, had a phenomenal, phenomenal season, and then had an incredible playoff debut with the three tutties and everything that they did in the first round. Um, So Texans, Ravens, just kind of want to know what you guys think real quickly and who you got to win.
0: I'll go first. Well, Lamar has been off for three weeks. That can be good and bad. Okay. And you got a hot Texas team that's playing injury free and smart football with an ambitious coach. Uh, they're going to Baltimore. I don't, I, 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 I'm going to take it for the, the, the second two-time MVP because he's going to get the MVP. I'll give yeah. it to the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson is going to be fresh to death. And he's gonna yeah. go out there and showcase. So
2: I give it to Baltimore. Yes. Me too, man. They just they look too dangerous, bro. Baltimore, they're hitting on all cylinders. Their defense looks great. Lamar looks better than he's ever been. It great, crazy. And I'll never I, I, forget look, I, like, the first time the three of us hung out was when he was drafted. And I said that the dolphins should have drafted him. Y'all laughed at when, me. When, we, when we went to that, <laughs> what we, we, we
1: went to go, what, what
0: we eat
1: at that day to see that I think it was they were. David, David Buster, Buster like up in Broward was, or something, yeah. no? David,
0: yeah, David yeah, Buster,
1: yeah, we met him Broward, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Look, I I agree. Um, I think the Ravens are primed to win this game, but bro, like, if if, if it wouldn't surprise me, like, I can't rule out the Texans completely just because they got no pressure. Like, if they get an early lead, they're up yeah. seven, fourteen, nothing, ten, nothing on the Ravens. You know, Ravens fumbled the ball on their opening drive. Texans scored. Like, it's all the pressures on the Ravens. I want to see. I still haven't seen this Ravens team handle that pressure and and take oh. it. We As good as Lamar's been, we haven't seen him go to a Super Bowl. We've seen him – not him, but the team kind of, you know, not choke, but give it away in the playoffs. So we'll see. But I, I, if I'm betting, obviously, I'm going to go Baltimore here. Let's go quickly through the other three games real fast here. The other Saturday game, Green Bay Packers, the seventh seed at the Niners. Anybody think the Niners are going to lose this one? Or anybody got the Packers on this one?
2: You yeah, got the Packers? Me
1: too. I,
0: I got. I got. Listen, Jordan Love right now is showing why he really good. Wow. I, I can take okay. the. Pa- I can. I'll, like, the, the 49ers been off for three weeks too.
1: I'll, yeah. I
0: can. I'll say the Packers can get it by three points. I can say a, a field goal at the end
2: and win the game. Wow, Gus. You too. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Niners are are. <laughs> no, Packers look great. You know, Jordan Love looks awesome i don't know how the packers keep hitting on these quarterbacks one right after another but what well, did it start off niners... well, he's
1: he's 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 hot right now yeah you know course.
2: but yeah of course but that's what happens with a with a young qb okay but um but the niners yeah they're a great team but uh what's their quarterback's name again brock Purdy. Purdy.
1: look at Purdy. that
2: Purdy. is he's he he had a, he had a great season but eh, he's he's not right. that guy
1: you're not. You're not convincing me here. Okay, I'm, not I'm, I'm still. I'm. I, well, okay. So you guys are both taking the Packers. I just want to hold you guys accountable next week. Yes, uh, you guys are both taking yeah, the Packers. Me. Okay, Packer I'm going to take the Niners. I like. I like the Niners. That they're at home. That team is gonna. It, they're just built differently. That team is loaded. I'm not crazy about Purdy. I think Purdy is. You know. He, mm-hmm. he he does what he does really well. He manages, he does, he 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 does the throws that they need. I'm not, like, blown away by anything he does, but he's also Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last pick of the NFL draft. I mean, the guy's phenomenal. It's an incredible story, but I'm going Niners. All right, Sunday games, real quick here, 6.30, uh, the 3 p.m. game. Oh, I know who you're taking, TD, the Bucks at the Lions. I know you're not going to go against your boy, Baker Mayfield. You're going to keep going. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm on, to win?
0: I wish we could spend more time on this. But I okay. really, I really want, I really like the city of Detroit. I'm a Baker man He's my man. I, either way, either team wins is a win for me. So I'm, I know I don't like doing this. Either team is a win for me. So okay. I'm gonna leave it as that. But
1: you, but you gotta pick one. You gotta pick one. Just so, uh, so we can audit uh, later. Make a Detroit. pick. Make a pick. Detroit.
2: Detroit. Detroit. All right, Detroit. Gus. Detroit. What do you got? Also Detroit, man. Man Campbell all
1: day soup. Man Campbell, the dude. I like uh I like man Campbell, the dude over there. That's mm-hmm. what it says on his uh have you seen that? His nameplate on his office, it says the dude. It doesn't say man yeah. campbell It says the dude. <laughs> um look, that game, it's gonna be the lions. I want the lions to win. I don't like Tampa. I I, I love their uniforms, but I'm not gonna I don't want to see nah. I don't want to hear tenard say, Look, my boy Baker Mayfield, because if he wins he's gonna talk so much shit about it. So, so you have more hate towards me s-
0: than him, damn, damn.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right now, yeah. It's it says I don't want to hear you. T- brag about a guy that I know you don't like, but you just, you you he's doing well for you. But anyway, uh, the last game of the weekend, the biggest game of the weekend, I think, it's the Chiefs, for the first time, playing on the road in -hmm. uh, in the playoffs with uh, Mahomes. He's never played a road playoff game, which is crazy. That's how good and dominant the Chiefs have been. But they're a three-seed. They're at Buffalo. It's going to be cold. We're going through this whole Arctic uh, plunder Mm -hmm. that's happening all over the country. But the Chiefs come from a cold place, too. So we'll see. But it's going to be Chiefs at Bills, you're gonna get the rematch to what was considered one of the greatest playoff games of all time a couple of years ago. Uh, Six thirty PM. Who, who you got, man? This is the big game. This is the big one. What do you got, T D?
0: Uh, quick. I got the
2: Chiefs.
1: I can't go against Chiefs. Mahomes. Chiefs. All right. Love it. Love it. Give me Gus.
2: What you got, bro? I think this is the year that Josh Allen finally beats Mahomes in the playoffs. All right.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go with, unfortunately, I hate to say it. I think the bills are going to win just because mm-hmm. I feel like things are, are, are lining up for them to pull this off, you know, because they're going to be home because the refs always love the the bills, but then they're going to blow it the following week, whether it's uh, Houston or <laughs> the Ravens. So I'm okay with yeah. that. I, I, I don't see Mahomes winning a road playoff game. I think that, I think this is the most vulnerable the chiefs have been throughout the Mahomes run and yeah. we'll see how they put it together. if they win this game though if the chiefs win they're going all the way they're going to the super bowl again i don't know who they played up at depends I agree. on the matchup there they're not, they game, they're not going to be baltimore
0: they're not going to be baltimore so just just stop go ahead i think I'm if they beat
1: a- if they beat this if they beat the bills on the road i think they're it's going to be hard to stop them but anyway that's going to wrap up today's show we're at that we're at that hard out here 45 minutes i want to thank td i want to thank gus i want to thank everybody who's listening who's if you're catching the replay of the podcast later on Make sure to hit that subscribe, like the show, share it, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody, just tell somebody. Um, any last words here, guys, before we wrap up?
2: Oh, it's beautiful to yep. be back. It right. feels
0: good to be back.
1: Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Say it again. Do it again. Put it, get it right up on the camera. There he is. It feels good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> all right from slim ross from gus to myself thank you guys for watching have a great night we'll be back uh next week and stay tuned with all the stuff we got lined up all right take care guys
2: <laughs> i wrote a song about it like the kid here it go
0: oh, no! dare you. stop in a bit
1: Oh, lemon you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> lemon City, la, la 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 I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.